Greetings, this is Carl Richards, and you are listening to Behavior Gap Radio. Of all the topics that might find their way onto a financial planning checklist, the one that people seem to avoid almost like the plague. I mean, budgeting is pretty high up there, but the one that people really avoid is life insurance. And it's no wonder why life insurance as a product seems to be incredibly complex. You know, as soon as you you think, oh, this should be easy, I'll just buy some life insurance. And then as soon as you go check it out, you've got all sorts of decisions to make. It gets incredibly complex. And then in addition to just the complexity, the sort of financial and legal complexity of the product, you've got some serious emotional complexity going on. I mean, think about this sort of landscape you've got to navigate when you deal with life insurance. We're talking about somebody dying, right? Like that's the first big problem. And then add on top of it the idea that we've got to put a value, a sign of value to somebody's life. And I know that's not exactly what we're doing with life insurance, but it is in part like if this person dies, I will get this much money. That's a really, boy, you know, that's a tough place to be. It's a tough thing to navigate. And so that's why we avoid it. But it seems like I hear, I, I've heard from lots of people that have said, look, I know I need life insurance. And it's generally probably pretty true. If you have somebody who relies on you financially, you need life insurance. And let me just be clear about one other thing. Life insurance, its purpose for 90 plus percent of us is to replace an economic loss, right? It's not a savings vehicle. It's not an investing vehicle. It's to replace an economic loss. It can't replace an emotional or a physical loss. It's to replace an economic loss. Once you view it through those lenses, it's a little bit easier to navigate because you just sort of have to be a walking spreadsheet as you deal with this, right? We've got to just figure out what would the economic loss be and then what's the cheapest, best way to replace that economic loss using this product we call life insurance. But one thing that's really important is that you do something about it, right? I hear from so many people because of the complexity involved that they are losing sleep. Every time they think or hear about life insurance, they think, gosh, I got to do that, especially when there's a child involved, right? I've got to do that. And then they think, but geez, I don't want to. I really don't want to. So what I really want to encourage you to do here, it's not so much about how or exactly what you do. It's just that you decide to address it. Put on sort of your walking spreadsheet hat, if you will. Try to remove the emotions from it. It's almost impossible, but try to remove the emotions from it and start down the path of understanding what the best way you can fill this, sort of check this box, if you will, called life insurance. What's important is that you have an articulated philosophy around life insurance. It could be that you decide to get none, right? That's okay. There are risks in this world life that we decide to accept. And there are other risks that we decide to offload onto other people using products like insurance. But the important thing is that you made a decision and you articulated it. So just take the time read a little bit. There's plenty of information all over the place about life insurance, but take the time instead of lying awake at night, worrying about it. Take the time to get clear on what your philosophy is around life insurance and what you've decided to do about it and then do it. No more sleepless nights. Let's just get it done. Check that box called life insurance.